Peaceful Body Podcast. My name is Inez Bai. I am the host. I'm also a health and mindset coach. And today I'm bringing one of my beautiful friends on and an incredible mindset coach for business women, Mimi Watt, to talk about the key to up-leveling, what you actually need to do to get to the next level in your life, whether it be in business, in relationships, with your mindset, with your body confidence, what do you actually need to do? We And me and Mimi have a great dynamic and we just don't hold anything back at all. So I'm super excited for you to dive into this podcast episode. Aside from that, what's been going on with me, I am launching or I've just basically finished the launch of the Peaceful Body Project, which is my eight week signature program all around helping you to find freedom around food and your body and have more self-love and just up-level that mindset. If that's something that you have been considering joining, you can actually still join. Our first call is this Thursday. So you can still join until um, the this week, pretty much. If you want to find out more information, just send me a DM. Sorry, you can hear the plane in the background there. For all my fellow inner Westies here in Sydney, you'll know exactly what that feels like. And Hey, I guess this is probably the most, the closest to a plane we have all gotten in a hot minute. Um, Although I'm hoping that I can go and fly to Byron pretty soon. So fingers crossed for me. And aside from that, I'm going to donate blood this afternoon. And this is just a random thing I'm going to add in. If you can go and donate blood, it really, really helps. And you can definitely still do it. It's an essential service and they definitely need um, all the blood that they can get. So, and aside from obviously feeling good about myself for helping and volunteering some of my blood, I actually find it weirdly a really relaxing experience. Like you just go in, they ask you a bunch of questions. Then you like lie on this reclining sofa. And yes, you have to have a needle in your arm. But now that I've been donating blood so frequently, I'm so much more chill with it and it just forces you to like lie there for 45 minutes I'll like listen to music or I'll listen to a podcast or whatever and I find it really chill and then because I've donated blood I'm like well I better go home and just take care of myself and not like you know do anything too strenuous so I just I don't know I find it a self-care activity plus it's obviously really helpful and beneficial let me know how you go with this podcast episode. I'm really excited to hear your feedback. I'm so stoked to be bringing Mimi on here. Um, if you enjoy it, send me a DM. I'm also thinking about adding a new segment to the podcast, which is basically going to be where you can send me a question via Instagram, whether it be you send me a voice memo or you just send me a question and I'm going to answer it at the start of this podcast. So if you have something that you would love for me to talk about or you have a question about your what's going on with you, with your mindset or Um, your mental health or your body image or your relationship with food just hop into my dms and ask me a question and i would absolutely love to answer it at the start of these podcast episodes because i record these for you to give you the value and to give you the help that i wish i needed when i was you know earlier on in my struggles so that's it from me now enjoy this episode have a good time wherever you are at and let us know how you find it Okay, welcome back to the Peaceful Body Podcast. I am joined, I'm your host, Inez Bai. I should probably introduce myself first. And I am joined by my friend Mimi. Say hello. Hi. How are you going? <laughs> good, good. How are you? I'm really good. I'm so excited to be doing this episode with you. Um, and I'll get you to introduce yourself in a moment. But I actually tell people all the time about the story of our friendship because I think it's a really nice story. Oh. I was talking to Lani, our mutual friend who um, used to work at Lululemon and, you know, obviously I do some work with them. And I was saying to Lani, I don't know if I've even told you this, actually. I don't know how how we met. (laughs) Anyway, I was saying to Lani, like, oh, I really want like a friend that's like, you know, runs her own business and is doing some sort of coaching. And I was finding it really weird because I have like, a you know, a lot of friends, but no one that I directly know or am already like associated with is a coach like Mm -hmm. no one that I knew and I was always finding it so weird and I've obviously been running my business for like over two years now and I was like how is it that I go on Instagram and I feel like every 
fucking second person as a coach. Oh, absolutely. And yet in real life, I had no one to like bounce ideas off or just be friends with. And I guess in even in COVID times, like everyone has been working from home more. So there has been a little bit more flexibility, but it's so different when you're an employee versus like actually running a business. So anyway, I was talking to Lani about this and she was like, oh, my friends just launched her coaching business. Like you should follow her. And I was like, yep, done, followed her. And then it was you. (laughs) And then um, you DM'd me and then I was basically like, hey, like Lani said that we might like, I don't know, have something in common or whatever. And then you were like, oh, cool. Like, should we get coffee? And I was like, yes, we should. And then we met up and the rest is history and we're friends. Yeah. And I just feel like it's a really nice story to share because so often we're thinking about like, oh, I really want to have more friends or I really want to have like something to happen. And we feel like it has to be like a really drawn out process or Mm. it has to like, we have to like work really hard to get it. But actually it was just me being really truthful with Lani and being vulnerable about, yeah, like I want more friends because that can feel like a weird thing to say as well. And something I probably wouldn't have said even a year ago. And then things can just like, you know, happen really quickly and then we can become best friends. (laughs) Absolutely. It's so true. And I think back to what you were saying about finding friends who are coaches, I think because coaching is still very much in its infancy Mm. as a career, um, a career path that it's not that common to just walk down the street and come by someone else who's a coach as it would be that someone who's, you know, an architect or an interior designer or whatever it might be. So yeah, I was so happy when you followed me (laughs) and I was like, Oh my God. And then mutual friend. And now we're friends. Yeah. Now we're best friends. (laughs) (laughs) Best friends. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> love it yeah it's, it's been really good and like we've literally hung out every single week since then it's been great no it's amazing it's, it's amazing um okay so let's introduce you who are you what are you passionate about and what do you do mm, so my name is mimi watt and i'm an entrepreneur mindset coach so i work with aspiring entrepreneurs who really want to drop the self-doubt that is stopping them from being able to take action and actually start their dream business and start making money doing what they love. And I am extremely passionate about the, I guess the internal transformation that needs to happen within each of us in order to achieve all the external results that we want. And I'm even more so passionate about showing people this because I think a lot of people think that, oh, if I just do X, Y, Z on the outside that everything will fall into place when really it's an inside job and that's where it all starts. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exactly why I thought you'd be so good to come onto the peaceful (laughs) body because obviously the work that I've done and it's been pivoting quite a lot this year, but it, it really is all about the internal, right? We can lose the weight or we can try and get the dream job, but if we don't feel content within ourselves and we don't know our values and we don't align our life towards that, it doesn't feel as satisfying. So tell us like, how did you get to where you are today? Yeah, so I I used to be, when I first left school, I was, I got into personal training and was studying mm. sports science. And so that was kind of the birth of realizing how much I loved working one-on-one with people and helping them in their own personal development journeys. Um, but it wasn't truly fulfilling me. Mm. Like it just wasn't hitting the nail on the head. And then a few years ago, I discovered life coaching because um, my sister sent me a podcast by a life coach. And I remember listening to it at the same time I was working in a cafe as well as my personal training job. And I was in the juice room making a juice and I listened to this podcast and it was just this light bulb moment Mm. where everything just kind of clicked into place. And I just knew that coaching is what I wanted to do. And then... 
the next few years it was really a journey and a process of discovering more and more of what coaching was what the industry was about um, then searching for the right place I went and got my certification and then yeah it, it really has just been such a journey of starting the business and going through my own journey of you know removing my own self-doubt mm. and growing my own confidence with all this because it's quite you know it's a big thing to realize what you want to do and then actually proclaim that to the world and go for it so um yeah it's, it's been a journey over the last few years but now i'm here and i love it mm, so amazing i i love hearing that story and i love when you like that podcast just obviously landed for you in a moment and you just knew it was something that you really wanted to do and it's obviously like such a clear memory to you because when we have those big like light bulb mm. moments you're just like oh that's what I need like you I remember really distinctly like a year ago as well following some oh no it would have been like two years ago now following someone on social media and I didn't even know what she did how she ran her business or what she offered but it was just like a vibe that I was like oh my god I need to be in this like I need mm. to understand what you do and like I can just remember that so distinctly and now I can see how my business has really unfolded in the way that she she runs her business as well um and so in terms of like how like and actually now let's set the scene as well because we're sitting in your apartment in Bondi yes. which I love because yes. that's been like a big new adventure for you and it was something that you really wanted to have as a part of your life right it was it yeah. was yeah it was something that um I've wanted for a few years now and I people ask me like why was it such a mm. you know a goal to live in Bondi and it's one of those intangible sort of things you mm. can't explain I just for, for for many years before I even lived in Bondi, I would I would come here on every day that I had off, mm. and it was just a feeling like I just connected to to this place and this location, and something I guess my intuition told me mm. this is where you need to live and this is what you want, and um, so then yeah over the next few years it was just a matter of getting to the right time in my own life when everything kind of fell into place and. I found this place about a month ago now mm. and yeah it's finally happened and I absolutely love it it's so good I love that so good and it kind of ties in with the theme that I guess we decided we would talk about which is kind of like up leveling transformation deaths and rebirths all of that juicy stuff mm. because I guess coming here do you feel like this has been an up level for you absolutely so so much so it's it's been something that's been coming for mm. so long and with this falling into place there's been a bit of a domino effect of many other areas of my life have also up leveled and as you said there has been certain um i guess spiritual deaths yeah. and rebirths um yeah. with this move so a hundred percent an up level mm, because i feel like whenever we talk about like up leveling or growth or transformation it is kind of like feels really like exciting and glamorous and like, oh, I get to have this next goal or like I get to, yeah, live in this amazing new place that I get to be at. But it always comes with letting go of, you know, the past version of you that you once were. And that can feel quite scary, even if it's something that um, doesn't really serve you. Like I definitely talk about that in terms of body image because it's like you have this goal for a really long time of like, oh, I want to be skinny and that's how I identify. And, you know, I go to the gym because it helps me to be skinny or whatever. And so when you step into um, like loving yourself, regardless of what your body looks like, you have to let go of this idea that you can only be healthy if you're skinny or that you can only go to the gym if you're skinny. So it feels like 
this weird loss of identity almost because mm-hmm. for so much of your life you have identified as like okay well I have to look this certain way in order to feel this certain way and you have to like reform a new identity so do you feel like that's been something that you've been moving through and I guess like how has your experience and what kind of tools have you used to get to where you are Mm, absolutely I love that you said that and just highlighted and acknowledged the fact that with an up level and Mm. a rebirth there is a painful part with that um, and I think it's so important to talk about because, you know, especially with Instagram and the highlight reel, we see, you know, people reaching these new level of success and it's all, you know, yeah. amazing and abundant and everyone wants that. But what a lot of people don't talk about is the other, is the other side of it. And as you said, with identity, I think we build our identity around so many things, you know, around the people we surround ourselves mm. with, the place that we live, the job that we have our hobbies and so when you do experience a big change um your identity does shift and you really you shed a part or you shed a layer of your identity or who you used to be and that is definitely uncomfortable Mm. and it does not come without its challenges but i think the biggest key that has helped me to move through that discomfort to come out on the other side um, with a greater perspective is truly being as present with yourself as possible and i really want people who are listening to take this on board because people say oh you need to be in the present in the present Mm. moment and it's it's thrown around so much i think it can lose its meaning but truly tuning into what's going on on the inside you know what is going through your mind as you're experiencing these changes is your mind telling you to run back to your old self and your old identity and it's very easy for your mind to do that because when you when you are changing you're outside of your comfort zone but the key to being present is to catching those thoughts and Mm. to catching those fears that your mind is projecting and being able to bring yourself back and say no no this is all happening for me and this is what i have wanted for a long time Mm. and i think really trusting in that even if you can't see it right now this is what you're going through is a blessing Mm. and it really is a gift and yeah so for me it came down to a lot of 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 faith in holding on to that and of course with as everyone knows once you do get through that challenging part it's the beauty of hindsight right you look Mm. back and you can see why everything unfolded exactly the way (laughs) that it did um yeah yeah that answer the question Oh yeah, I don't kind of remember what the question was, but totally. <laughs> I feel like a lot of us, especially like during COVID and you know lockdown and having all this time to reflect, and it's put a magnifying glass on so many things that we have been going through. Have been kind of having to face a lot of things that were maybe just like okay, or maybe they were just getting by, or maybe it was just comfortable, and that's why you were staying in it or doing that thing, for example, Mm -hmm. but then something made you extra uncomfortable because now you're in lockdown or now you've lost your job or now you're at home more more often. And that's really forced us all to like take even more of an audit with our life and think about like what we want to give energy, who who we want to give energy to. And I know that like for you, even starting this business was kind of off the back of um, like, where did you leave um, your other job or how did it work? Yeah. So um, I guess funny in the the sense of letting go of things. So I was kind of starting my business or attempting to start it uh, on the side of my full-time job so I left personal training Mm. when I knew that I wanted to change and I wanted to move into coaching and I took a full-time job um, at a a tech company just as to kind of change my environment whilst Mm. I was going through this transition 
and that job was great but you know I was trying to start my business on the side which was hard and challenging and then because of COVID earlier this year I was made redundant Mm. and this is a perfect example you know in that moment when that happened I was devastated because I really loved the environment in which I worked and the people I worked with and to feel that something was being taken away from me without my decision it wasn't within my control that first few weeks was extremely hard but looking Mm. back now it was the best thing that ever happened to me because it was you know the universe saying this is happening so that now you have all of the time and energy and space to really focus on what is your passion and what is in alignment with who you are which of course was my coaching business Mm. yeah it's almost like you have to be that, and I guess like the job you obviously was serving you for a while, but you knew that you had like a deeper purpose and it wasn't until that like, you were like actually had to let go of like that job or like, you know, you were given an opportunity to let go of it or whatever mm. that you then were given the space and the universe was like, all right, time to time to deal with this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think such a, a large and important aspect of when these things happen mm. is as my mentor says to me, we need to let go in order to let in. So true, yeah. And I think when we are being forced to let go of something or we know that we need to, we experience a lot of resistance or we can experience a lot of resistance to letting go of those things. But it is the greatest gift you can give yourself to allow yourself to let go because it's not until you do that um, that you can actually let in Mm. the better things that will benefit you in your life you know whether that be the new job or new relationships Mm. um yeah Mm. yeah and it it, like I mean letting go is one of those things that I feel like I'm constantly working on on doing of kind of just surrendering and like as being I I was actually having this like um thought last night for someone for me and I feel like you might be able to relate I am like naturally quite an anxious person always have been like always very like got to do things and got to know things and like that has been a huge journey for me especially over the past two years like um you know not feeling like I have very much manifested over my relationship with food and body but then once I let go of that it came up in other areas and that's why I always talk about on the podcast that like your relationship with food is just like a mirror for so many other areas for your life and that's the why I coach the way that I do so holistically because you heal your relationship with food and then it will pop up in other areas and it will just be this obsession with needing to hold on to things and to control things because that's what anxiety makes you do right it wants you to put things in boxes so that you feel like you have a, a false sense of control but all that was doing was keeping me stuck in what I knew mm-hmm. and when you keep doing the things that you know of course it feels comfortable and it feels like you have a sense of control but then you're not actually creating the space for the things that you say that you want. So you might have a goal of like, well, this is the job I want, or this is the relationship I want, or this is the life that I want, but are you actually creating space for that? And mm-hmm. and so often we think, well, I need to do more. I need to, you know, um, add in this thing or put in this thing or like do more things, even though we're all pretty much burnt out constantly all the time. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it's actually, how can I let go to create the space for the thing that I say that I really want? And that takes so much trust, right? It feels really exposing, almost Mm. to like let go and let go of the container and let go of the things that you know but that's the only way that you can actually create the space for the things that are really aligned with you you know what I mean yeah it's such a good way to put it that you feel exposed and right especially because I think in the society that we live in it is so fast-paced it is so like go go hustle 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 all the time and you know if you're not doing one thing here it's you feel like you should be right and 
when we let go of things, it does temporarily create a void or a space in our life that was Mm. once filled. Mm. And I think it takes a lot of practice at getting comfortable with Mm. that space. And as you said, it's only once you create that space that you're going to be able to allow things to come into your life and the things that you do want. And the thing about... You know, we all have goals. We mm. always have. We all have this desired reality that we daydream about and that we want to live. Mm. And what I think people need to know is that when we, if we continuously just do what we've always done, we're going to continue to create the results we've always yeah. gotten. And so, when you have a goal, it's a goal because it's something that you don't have or you've never had, which means you've never done what it takes to achieve that thing. Mm. So it's acknowledging and understanding that you're going to have to do things differently. If you, yeah. if you actually truly want the things that you say you want. Um, and, you know, I think lately in my life personally, I've been experiencing a lot of shedding and mm. having to let mm-hmm. go, taking it one day at a time mm. and being very conscious and present with myself and saying, okay, what do I need to do differently? Who do I need to be? in order to create these new results for myself. And it, it really is one day at a time as being as present and as conscious with yourself as you can. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I, when you were saying before, like we all have this desired reality of where we want to go, because we all think about that. We all like daydream. And I I think like we have these daydreams, but often if we don't consciously decide the thoughts that we want to have and we automatically believe everything that we think we can think that the worst case scenario is always going to happen because Mm -hmm. i used to be so stuck in that mindset of like oh like this like something's going to fail or people don't like me or something bad's going to happen to me i used to have that all the time because i didn't i didn't practice like emotional intelligence i wasn't Mm -hmm. self-aware i didn't know that you could like choose your thoughts so it's actually really important to decide which are the ones that i really want to give energy to and which are the ones that like make me feel really excited and and if i keep thinking about something like and actually i remember um i had this thought when i was moving from one gym to another gym like early on in my pt career and i was at a gym and it was so safe and it was like i I had the job like i mean i had my clients i had the consistency i was very well known so it was really easy for me to like keep you know making more money and creating an impact Mm -hmm. but it just wasn't serving me and i kept I got offered to move at a new gym and it would have been like such a, an up level, but it was so scary for me. Cause like I had to pay more rent there. I had to like get, it was a different gym. It was in a different location. So there would have been so many different things that I would, I needed to do in order to make it work. Um, but my mind just kept wondering towards it. I kept thinking about what it would be like to go there. I kept thinking about how I could grow and how I could change. And even though it was really scary, that was the thing that actually, like I just took a leap of faith and I just did it because I was like, can I imagine continuing to live? live in like this situation that I'm in now for like another six months another year and I was just like no and I feel like people get so scared of taking the action and I feel like like they convince themselves that they're going to be able to change in the same situation do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean absolutely yeah um I totally know what you mean and on that point there's two things I want to add to that the first one is how you said you kind of you had this feeling you kept thinking about it and yeah. you kept you know it kept coming back to you for something and there's a reason that these things happen and it really is your intuition if something keeps popping up on your radar and you can't seem to ignore it it's yeah. your intuition telling you that that is important for you on your journey and oh, your intuition yeah. really is this incredible internal compass it's more powerful 
than anything in my opinion and that would be one of my biggest pieces of advice is to when you do get a little nudge like something happens in your life Mm. you can't explain it but it feels right or it doesn't feel right you need to listen to that and don't um don't just like brush it off as oh that was nothing like really the more you tune into those little nudges and the more you follow them Mm. the more your life will become aligned with the things that you want and the things that you desire and secondly when we experience fear or anxiety around something that we're thinking about and i guess pain in some way pain is our body's way of saying pay attention yeah there's a reason why that pain is coming up Mm -hmm. and it's it's either going to be because you need to move away from that situation person thing in your life because it's no longer serving you or it's telling you to move towards that because often i think in life if there's things that scare us it means it's happening for a reason Mm -hmm. and we need to actually lean into that and move towards it because it can either mean something needs to be let go of or it means this is an opportunity for growth and this is where you need to strengthen this area of your life so really again it comes back to being present and aware Mm. and listening and being aware of those things that come up um and following them Mm, that's really helpful i get asked all the time because I talk so much about intuition. I coach intuitive eating and I always talk about listening to your body. So I get asked all the time, what, how do you tell the difference between fear and intuition? And I think what you said is really helpful because it's like, it's that constant nudging of something, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's the way that I always describe it is like your intuition doesn't speak to you in sentences. It's not like you should do this, but like it might keep giving you a feeling for something or like a date, like a, you know, like a a vision or something like a a vision, but like (laughs) it gives you like a, a vibe of something. Like probably when you were thinking about moving to Bondi, it's like, I just, that feeling keeps coming up of like, yeah. I just feel like it's right. And you don't necessarily have to explain it all the time. Um, whereas fear is really like this sense of like, you're doing something wrong or like, that's bad. I, and I guess like there, cause there can be an, your intuition can tell you something to like, not do something. And I mm-hmm. guess that's where it gets quite muddled. So how would you explain that and flesh that out? I think the two go hand in hand. So yeah. when I experience in my life about something or about doing something Mm. when I think about there's something that I need to do and I experience fear I can also then you know even if you have to close your eyes and be quiet for a moment and ask like ask your intuition ask Mm. am I afraid of this because um, it's like taking me out of my comfort zone but I know ultimately Mm. that it's Mm -hmm. that it is going to be for my benefit and then it's going to help me grow or am I afraid of this? Because I know deep, deep down, there's a genuine reason why I should not head in that direction. And I think it's, you, you need to give yourself more credit, your your ability to answer your own questions. Um, I think people need to, I think people need to genuinely start answering their own questions more. And I think that is a really good way to practice becoming more in tune with your intuition because we so often, turn to the external and seek answers from other people but at the end of the day you are the one that truly knows what is right for you more than anyone else so get quiet and ask yourself the important questions and then listen to what your body says back i love that yeah we need to answer our own questions more often 
So true because you already know the answer hey most of the time but you're just waiting for it to be easier or for it to be delivered on like a silk cushion so that you can just like float on through life but like absolutely it's never like you already know don't you that first thought that's always like the best thought and then we think about it and we overthink it and analyze it and get worried if we're going to do the worst you know get worried if we're going to make the wrong decision but like can you really even make a wrong decision you know like you're going to be able to recover from everything i mean unless you're like I'm going to jump off like a huge bridge and see what happens. Like, yeah, okay, maybe not a great, and maybe that yeah. like fear is warranted in that situation. But normally people are like, well, I'm scared to ask this person to like, you know, I don't know, like even like uh, when I was talking about how we met, like maybe two years ago, I probably would have been weirded out to like mm. DM someone or whatever, or like, and we, we stop ourselves and we ask and we think and we get ashamed of doing things. And it's like, can we just like actually relax as well a little bit sometimes of like, what is the worst that's going to happen to you if you, you know, reach out to someone and what if they don't respond? Why is it that a personal reflection on you? It's, it's actually not. Or like if you take a leap of faith and I don't know, like set up a business and this is actually like a lot of work that I did with my psychologist because I was so terrified about my business failing mm. back in the, back in the day. Now, now I'm like chill with it, but like <laughs> now I'm super it. chill. <laughs> um, and she really helped me change my relationship to failure because I was always like, well, what if I fail? And then everyone's going to judge me and I'm no, never going to recover from it. And, she, and I thought that like, she would be like, you're not going to fail. Like you're fine. You're good. Blah, blah, blah. But she was like, well, yeah, what if you fail? And I was like, oh. <laughs> she was like I was like, what? But she was like, it's not actually life or death, Yeah. but it feels like that in your body. Like Absolutely. when you go to make a decision that's outside of your comfort zone, sometimes it feels like you're going to die if you take that that riskier decision yes but it's about reminding yourself that you're actually not going to die like even if we think and what really comes to mind to me right now is investing in yourself Mm. when you think about investing in yourself like the first couple of times i did it it literally felt like i was going to die but i don't know how i just like moved through it and did it Mm. and it's practice but it's really just about reminding yourself that yeah but you're not going to die and that's going to be okay and you're always going to be able to recover from things and nine times out of ten those things that really scare you but you know you want to do they always pay off the most absolutely it's so true and i love what you said like is there even a wrong decision um what i would say to that is i think a lot of us suffer in when we stay in indecision right yes how many times have we heard our friends say this how many times we said this to ourselves like i want to do this but Mm. maybe i should do this or you know and we have this in so many areas of our life and the real suffering is staying in that indecision and there is no right or wrong decision. What you should do is make, make the decision that feels the most right within your gut. And after you've made that decision, you're very quickly going to know if that is the direction you should be on or if it's not. So contrast creates clarity, right? You're in one position (laughs) to make a decision. So then you're going to be in a contrasted position and then you're going to know for sure if that was, you know, in air quotes, right or wrong. Yeah. Um, And the quicker you're going to move through life and create momentum for yourself. Because don't you think that one of the, the, the worst feelings is just stagnation. Yeah. And we feel like we're just going around in circles and we're just hovering through life making decisions and and feeling your way through and just going one up to the other up to the other and knowing that there is no such thing as failure you're either going to get the outcome that you wanted or the lesson that you needed exactly right yeah exactly and and i think 
and I think being like a business owner teaches you to be really resilient. And that's something that I try to infuse to all of my clients as well, because, you know, not everyone is born and their purpose isn't all to be a business owner. But I think that's, that's something I've really learned that I've put into practice in so many other areas of my life. Like mm. even I was thinking about for some reason, when you were talking like when I was dating, mm. because I feel like dating is like a really, um, like similar analogy to business in the sense that like you know when you're dating and you're like not really sure if someone likes you and you don't want to say the wrong thing because you're worried <laughs> yeah. that they might not like you and the wrong th- or you don't want to text them too much or like whatever but the truth of the matter is is that if you just express yourself authentically you just say the thing you just say whatever comes to your head or you text them when you want to text them if they don't respond to you then at least you know And you're not sitting in that limbo, right? Like, Mm. and people are so scared to be themselves because they think if someone doesn't respond to them in that way, it's a reflection of them or their, like their own worth. But it's actually not. It's just you getting clarity from the situation and being like, okay, that person's not an option anymore. Now I'm going to move forwards and do the next thing. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. Like running your own business and dating, there's so many similarities in that. I think when, when, um, you know, like my clients and people first start their business, there's just so many what ifs and there's just almost that, like paralysis of not wanting to make any decisions because what if I do the wrong thing? What if I say the wrong thing? What if people don't like me for who I am? And these are all the same thoughts we have in dating. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, entrepreneurship and starting your business is, it's a really, uh, it's like the opposite way that I think we were taught to yeah. think in school and growing up, you know, we were always taught to seek permission before we do something. And then we were validated for that decision or for doing that thing. And in entrepreneurship, there is no blueprint. Yeah. It's, it really is about trusting yourself. It's about making a decision and seeing if that worked or it didn't. Um, which is, you know, again, like dating, you, you have to be yourself and put yourself out there. And if that person was right for you or not, you'll know very soon. Um, and so for people who want to get into business, it's do you have the resilience, I think is a big quality to, uh, to be able to, you know, fall on your face because you will many times yeah. but keep getting back <laughs> up and keep trying because it really is just that persistence. If mm. you're persistent enough and you're willing to keep trying, keep making decisions testing what works and what doesn't you will get there eventually oh yeah absolutely and the more like failure is a part of success so the more like mistakes you make the more times you like fail you're actually getting closer to it versus if you're not failing and you're not making mistakes and you're not trying things then you're 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 staying the same like Mm -hmm. but we convince ourselves oh no i am making progress i am doing i'm doing something like because we tell ourselves things that make ourselves feel better but actually we're not doing anything because we're so scared of failure and i think for someone that is working within a corporate job or like, yeah, within a business or whatever, like not, not running their own mm. business. I think what happens, and I, I can see this from a lot of my friends and clients and all that, cause I work with mainly people that are corporate people because you're someone that's always reporting to someone else, or you have very specific, um, like things that you need to do within your role or you are asking for permission all the time. Mm. Sometimes that very boxed in way or specific way, you know, you have like a specific task that you do can seep into so many areas of your life. And Mm. then you stop seeking for alternatives or you stop asking questions or you don't, you don't think that things can exist outside of boxes Mm -hmm. because they absolutely can. Like, even if I talk about our friendship, it's like 
we would have thought, okay, well, how am I going to meet a friend? Well, it needs to happen this way. And then we need to have this amount of like, you know, coffee hangouts before we can be friends or like, yes. you know what I mean? Cause that's what happens when you're working in a business. There's so many like procedures that need to be ticked off before certain things happen. But it doesn't all, just because that happens in your workplace, that doesn't mean that that has to define you as a person. And you can ask questions, you can be curious, you can change things and things can happen in a really like different way that doesn't have to be so categorized. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think as we grow up and we're conditioned by society, we tend to develop these rigid belief systems of the way the world is and the way that we need to be in the world. Um, but I love someone pointed out recently that the word lie is in the word belief. And so Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay. just pause for a moment, let that sink yeah. in people. Um, people. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's true. Like there's so many beliefs that we tell ourselves that mm. simply aren't true or don't, don't, I mean, don't need to be true. You truly have the power to choose how you want to live your life to choose who you want to wake up and be every day and you and the most amazing part is is that you can choose that just like that yeah in any moment from one day to the next you can wake up and decide that who you want to be today and going forward in your life is completely different from who you've been the whole time you've been alive mm. and it's such a gift and such a powerful thing to realize um and i yeah what you said is so true that people stop questioning yeah things and i think people we need to start questioning things more like question why do i do that thing or mm. why hang on why am i still in this relationship if i'm unhappy or why am i still in this job like am i actually happy am, mm. am i awake as i'm living my mm. life or am i walking through life sleepwalking mm. you know start questioning things and know that you have the power to to live differently if you want to yeah, people really um, give away their power all the time. Like I was listening to this other podcast the other day and she was like, you actually can do anything you want. Like she was like, you could go and walk up to someone in the street and punch them in the face. <laughs> not saying, <laughs> not saying do you that. should do that. But like <laughs> you could do that. Yeah. Like, but and you could like, and I was thinking, and because I was listening to this podcast, I was thinking I went shopping with my, grocery shopping with my housemate the other day, and like he is so corporate and like not really into the spiritual or like mindset world. Mm. And I was like, isn't it weird how like I could literally buy everything in the shop? Like you could if you really wanted yeah. to, but we we put ourselves in these like no, I've got to buy the thing that's on special, and I've got to like mm. only buy the healthy food, and I've got to like you know we just put ourselves in boxes all the time when actually you can do so much more and you can try things and you can like you can put yourself in something uncomfortable and have a little bit more faith in yourself that you're going to be able to like be resilient and the more that you put yourself in those situations the bigger capacity you have for resilience mm. and this is something i talk about a lot on here like when you go through something that's really stressful you think that is like a tarnish on your personality or who you are mm -hmm. it stops you from being who you are but actually that really stressful time now means that anything that you go through over the next couple of years is going to like build on that. Like you're going to already have that reservoir, that experience, that it's wisdom, right? Cause you've yeah. been through it. Mm -hmm. So it's not a bad thing. And I think sometimes when we go through situations that are really like muddy mm -hmm. and like in an ebb, as opposed to a flow, 
we take that as like a reflection of how we are as people or that we're like that makes us like inherently a bad person but it that it doesn't have to be the case at all mm-hmm. i love um looking at it as though everything that's happening to you is happening to prepare you for everything that you've asked for in life yeah everything that you want is coming to you but you're required to go through the challenges in order to be that that evolved person who can handle and receive everything that you that you say you want and life is all about perspective Mm. right the way we look at things defines how we feel about them so you can either choose to look at the struggles and the challenges as setbacks and you can put yourself into being a victim and saying this is all happening to me and I don't have any control or you can say all of this is happening for me and this is a part of my own personal evolution and it's happening so that I can then receive everything that I say Mm. that I want that I put out to the universe and you know for the like how often do we talk about the things that we want and then follow that up with like a million different complaints and reasons and excuses to why we can't and I want you to you know this is whoever's listening if this is something that's happening to you there's something you want but you then you can't stop coming with excuses and complaints what you're doing is you're actually arguing for your limitations so by continuously voicing all the reasons why you can't it means that you get to keep you get to you get to stay where you are Mm, and and you're not you're probably not even aware of this like Mm. we do these things so that subconsciously we can stay in our comfort zone Mm. and so you can continue to make excuses and complain or you can say you know what i actually am done with this and i just i i want to move forward and i want to focus on where i'm going and and do what it takes to get there Mm. it's that justification piece hey Mm -hmm. of justifying to yourself why you stay in that situation and it's yeah we do that so often when we're scared yeah. we're like oh i'll just i you know i'll just keep doing what i'm doing and i'll see if something different happens or yes. i'll just keep staying in this relationship or i'll just keep um you know doing this diet and just like hope for something else to change but as soon as you get in that justification spiral of like well i can't do that because it's too expensive or i can't do that because something bad's going to happen or i can't do that because then i'll be alone like it's like that that's that that is fear like you're Mm. you're rationalizing why you can't do things and even for me like if i bring a personal example this year has taught both of us i feel in a lot in terms of relationships Mm. and that's been a huge bonding point for us Mm -hmm. and i went through this um relationship earlier on this year and i justified a lot of it i was like oh yeah like it's it's in the early phases or like it's challenging so like it's a good thing or um you know we don't need to be like that intertwined in each other's lives or whatever like there were so many things that i did justify myself with and i even someone being so self-aware i still let that go because it was something that i thought i wanted and i and but now reflecting on it i can really see how that set me up to be able to now receive like a relationship that is really nourishing and is really like supportive and this new relationship that i'm in now and i've said this to you Mm. before i i literally don't think i would have been able to be in it a second earlier because i needed to go through something that expanded my capacity to understand what i wanted and to actually be able to like be clear on what i want because we think and this comes back to that whole idea of like failure and mistakes we think that we know what we want but it's not until we go through something that we really really don't want Mm -hmm. that things become 
really clear and that's where it can be such a big lesson and and like you know i feel like two years ago i would have stayed in this relationship that i was justifying for because you know i felt like i I needed that or it was a good thing it was the right thing to do or whatever but because i was in this place of like you know i let it go for a while I was then able to understand and be like, well, mate, this actually isn't serving me and I don't actually need to like justify to myself. I don't need to fix that person either. And it's not my responsibility to like, I guess, lower my standards in order to, you know, make everyone around me comfortable all the time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge learning process. And, um, you know, that point you said of you, you had to go through that to yeah. then know what you wanted and know what you could handle in your life. It comes back to that point of contrast creates clarity. Yeah. So, you know, whatever struggle you're going through right now, just appreciate that this is happening for a reason. It's showing you in some capacity what you don't want in your life so that when the right thing comes along, you're able to recognize it so much clearer. You know? um, and I think, again, the reason we stay, you know, you might be in a situation that you know isn't good for you. Um, and logically we say, well, if I know this isn't good for me, why am mm. I staying in it? Mm-hmm. But there's always a reason. There's a secondary gain. There's a reason why you're staying in it. You know, if you're in a relationship that you know isn't right for you anymore, you're in it. You're staying because it gives you familiarity, comfort, like security, yeah. um, familiarity. And that's why we stay. But I think it's important to ask yourself questions such as, you know, what am I, what am I not like, what am I resisting, uh, letting go of? And then, you know, following that up with by not letting go, what am I then missing out on in my life? Um, and if I, and then again, if I do let go, what am I going to be able to create in my life? Mm. It's really important to ask yourself questions um, and let yourself answer them, I think. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. And yeah, it's asking yourself, and this has been a big thing I've come to realize with my mentor recently, is, well, what what are you available for? Is this all you're available for? Like, Mm. And that comes back to self-worth. And I am constantly working on expanding my self-worth and it's been a huge journey. But like when you really think about it, it's one thing to be like, oh, I have this goal. Like I want to make this money or I want to have this person in my life or whatever. But then it's asking yourself, well, what what am I actually available for? Like I'm available for like enjoying like the the experience of it or like, I don't know, like um, because so often we think oh, I want this person, this relationship, but then we don't actually ask ourselves, well, what, like, what is the standard of that thing? Yeah. Like, how does it come to us? And so then we just expect that, like, this relationship or this job or this whatever is going to be the best that I can have because we don't have that self-reflection of asking ourselves, what, what more could I be available for? And giving yourself the permission, that comes back to the permission mm. part, of being available to, to more, to better, to knowing that there is better out there always and that comes to like an abundance mindset like with because if we think that there is a finite amount of resources scarcity then of course we're going to stay with whatever we can get because we don't think that we're available for more or more is available for us yeah and i guess that kind of full circle comes back around to the theme of the podcast i mean we've kind of like gone a bit all over the place but i think it's all (laughs) valuable you know in terms of letting go to let in and shedding things so you can create more space and be more available for the things that you want. And as well, just in contrast to that of what am I available for? I remember this, uh, this woman, Gina DeVee, she's like a lifestyle and female empowerment coach. She's incredible. 
And I was listening to a podcast interview that she did earlier this year. And she said, you know, for things that you don't want in your life anymore, you say, I'm actually unavailable for this thing in my life. And I thought that was such a powerful way to put it, to say that I am unavailable for this in my life anymore. It's such a strong standpoint to say, I've evolved past this BS and I'm not... I'm not available for it in my life anymore and I'm going to be more conscious and protective of my time and of my energy and I'm only going to be available for the things that serve me and that are going to take me to that next to that next level. Yeah, so true. I'm really conscious and that uh, like when we have a lack of boundaries, we just let anyone and anything walk all over us and that's when we get really mm. overwhelmed and but again, like learning what you're sometimes you have to really learn what you're unavailable for and then make sure that you learn the lesson and you set the intention and be like I'm not available to be treated like that anymore. And even just setting that intention, like I have seen time and time again by me just like creating that boundary for myself. It's so amazing how situations come into your life or, you know, friendships like might lead. Like sometimes I've had friendships and I'm like, I don't think I'm really like, I'm not really available to be that person's sidekick anymore. And it's mm. not that I necessarily have to do something, but because I step into that energy, it just very naturally happens or even if i'm like sometimes i will do things like i don't know like even if i'm just like yeah i'm available for this sort of friendship then it will come into my life but so often we don't we're not we think we don't have the power to decide the things that we can can come to us Mm. but you actually do and it's just about self-awareness absolutely and boundary setting um is something that definitely takes practice because at first if we try and set a boundary we can have this fear that people won't like that or people will take it the wrong way and they'll leave our life but really having a boundary um i think welcomes more respect into your life because if you if you think of someone in your life who has a very healthy um has a great level of self-respect who has healthy boundaries um who holds themselves well and doesn't let people walk all over them you actually look at that person and think wow like Mm. i really look up to you and i respect you and i actually want to be around you even more now that you are that way um, and you know, I think in life you get what you tolerate mm. always. So if you're tolerating a certain level of treatment from relationships in your life, you'll continue to get that. Um, so again, be present, be aware, learn the lessons that come from the struggles and then use those to, as you said, set boundaries, um, to, yeah, to only be available to the great things and things you want. Yeah, yeah, and and don't be passive in your life because you can set those boundaries. Oh, you don't so have good. to let people just decide that they're going to do whatever they want to do with you or, you know, if it, like decide like you people think that they don't have like uh like agency within their job at work, but it's like ask, speak, like Absolutely. use your voice. Like don't be passive in the way that you organize things. Like if you want to meet up with someone instead of and I feel, I I like instead of always being like, "Well, what do you want to do or where do you want to go?" like those little conversations that you have it it can start there because then you can decide and be more like well this is what I want to do how does that sound like you can still be open to that person but I think like those small little conversations can be easier to have at first to kind of take back a bit of your power and be more of like an active participant in your life so that then when you go and have bigger conversations you're like actually deciding this is what you want to do rather than passively being like well I hope someone talks to me or I hope I get this promotion it's like this is what I want how can we make it work oh yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, give me shivers. Oh. That is such a good point of just not being passive in your yeah. life. Um, 
And I think that's something that that's something we can struggle with yeah. because to be able to use your voice and speak up and say what you want. I think the reason we don't is there is a fear of judgment or a fear yeah. of rejection and our primal brain tells us that those are threats to our life. So, um, but yeah, being active with your voice is so important. And I think the more that you are actively using your voice and the more you're setting boundaries, what you're actually doing is saying to the world, this is who I am. Mm. This is what I like. This is what I accept. And this is what I don't accept. And at first it might feel hard, but what you're, what you're actually doing by doing that is you're going to filter out the people who are not in alignment with who you are because they, they won't like it and they'll, they'll leave. Yeah. And it might feel hard at first, but that's actually a blessing because the people who do stay and respect Mm. your boundaries are the people who are your people Yeah, because they see the value in the way you're living your life. I love that. Um, I'm going to wrap it up, but the last question I guess I have for you that I'd love for you to just like declare on the podcast is what, what are you available for moving forwards? Oh, okay. Um, I'm available for meaningful friendships that give me a level of connection that is just more than superficial, um, you know, superficial gossiping. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I want to say I'm unavailable for something, but I, yeah, I'm available for new friendships that's, you know, that are on the same frequency, frequency that I feel that I am now, um, with solid connections, with, you know, conversations about our vision for life Mm. and the things that are possible over the things that aren't possible. I don't want conversations anymore that are filled with complaining and excuse making and gossiping. I just... That's what I'm unavailable for. And justification. I feel like so often when I speak to my friends, it's like, oh, you know, I really need a holiday because I've been really busy. And I'm just like so overhearing that. Like I get that if you've been busy, but it's like go for a holiday because like you want to. Like you don't have to. I'm your friend. I back that. You want to go for a holiday? Yes. Exciting. Where do you want to go? How do you want to feel? What do you want to do? Like I feel like because then if they justify, it makes me almost feel bad for like, you know, not – like obviously I take responsibility for the way that it makes me feel and that's my my decision but like why do we always need to justify everything I just don't Mm. want to have those conversations I don't yeah like you can talk about being busy and how it's stressful and of course I would validate that all the time but why do we always have to justify okay well I want to do this fun thing or but because I've been really like struggling or whatever you know yeah absolutely it's a heavy conversation oh it is Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um what was the question what am I available available for? for so genuine friendships back that definitely um, I'm available for my business going to the next level. Mm. I'd say that Call it in. the the shedding that I've gone through recently has truly made me available for, you know, welcoming in more clients and and creating more impact mm. with with my message and the work that I'm doing. Um, I'm available to you know women and clients who are serious about wanting to change their lives and up level themselves and create the business of their dreams i'm available for you know maybe not right now just because of i you know recently went through a breakup personally but soon available for a relationship that is really i guess equal Mm -hmm. and secure and respectful and just emotionally in tune and someone who is a real partner in life and sees life the way that I do and is ambitious and driven and yeah 
I love that. And I'm also available to getting better at surfing because I just started yes. learning how to surf recently and I'm so excited to get into it more. Oh my so, God. Yes. You know, that would be hobby. such a, yeah, I think that's so important to have those hobbies because like, you know, doing the business work is amazing and so fulfilling and doing the self care, like self mindset work is really important and like about relationships and everything like that. But it's so important that we have ways to like live our life and have fun along the the journey, the ride, riding the wave. <laughs> <laughs> That metaphor just came out like, ride the wave, wave, ride the wave, baby. (laughs) Um, I freaking love that. And you're declaring it, standing in your power and owning it. And like, that's like such an important first step. Um, I guess for me, I'll share like what I feel like I'm available for. And I think, what am I available for? Um, I feel like I've been really supported more than ever this year in terms of like, I think, I think I spent a lot of my life feeling a little bit of like an outsider and spending so much time on my own. Like I moved out when I was 19 and I've always had this very like independent nature about me, but I'm Mm. also like super sensitive on the inside. So it's always been this like real sense of inner conflict with me where like, I really want people to just like love me, but I also just really want to be super independent. Mm. So I think really owning that sensitive side of myself and being really available for that support that I know is around me and that I've, I've noticed a lot more this year and being really able to receive that. Um, I'm really available for, yeah, continuing to be like a clear channel for my business and to create that impact that I'm so passionate about and listening to the nudges that, you know, the universe and my intuition is giving me in the ways that I can keep sharing my message and growing that and growing my business and all of that juicy stuff. And Mm. what else am I available for? I can't even think. I'm just available for, yeah, I don't know. I'm ready to just... Take on the signs, universe. I'm available for your signs. <laughs> Give yeah. them all to me. I think that's yeah. what we can all be available, more available for is being like really deepening and strengthening that, strengthening that uh, relationship we have with our intuition and with, you know, whatever your belief is with God or the universe or source or just that, that higher power, that knowing that mm. things are happening for a certain reason and um, leaning into that and trusting it and letting it guide you in life, I think is just one of the best things you can do for yourself yeah yeah and it's a practice so yeah um all right so where can everyone find you soak up your juiciness <laughs> uh yeah so you can find all my main content on instagram my handle is just at mimi what and yeah that's kind of where yeah. i'm marketing myself at the moment so come connect with me on instagram yay i will leave it linked in the show notes and what are we going to go do now <laughs> uh we're going to go and get some food and go and go and sit on the grassy knoll and watch the sunset oh. with our mutual friend Lani who yes. beautifully brought us together. <laughs> so full circle. I'm so ready for it. Um, well, thank you for listening to this podcast. If you, I feel like we're going to do another episode at some point. Um, so if you like this episode, let us know. Take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories and DM us if you want us to like talk about something in the future. We love hearing your feedback mm-hmm, and absolutely. yeah, see you later. Have a good time.